What I want to share to you today is something that I am overwhelmingly excited about. I titled this message or this podcast, The Wilderness Way. The Wilderness Way. Because I I get the feeling that if you're anything like me, you're getting forced into a position you never thought you'd be in. And it is painful, it is lonely, it is stressful, and you're anxious, and you're depressed, and you're wondering what is going on. God, are you even here? If you have any church background, you've experienced amazing moments with God. Maybe you've cried at a service, or maybe he's overwhelmed you with a blessing that is just incredible. And then the next day goes on, and life happens, and people hurt you, and you get hurt by life. And then the next day goes on, and there's sort of this pattern unfolding of good and bad, and your plans, God plans, and all of this mixed together in your brain is enough to make you wonder, what is occurring? What are you doing, God? I've titled this feeling being in the wilderness. This is this is welcome. I'm glad you, you made it out here with me. Because we're both in this together. And if you ever feel like you're alone, please, please hear me. Someone else is going through exactly what you're going through. This is not a unique situation to you. I am convinced that human beings are very, very similar as much as the enemy of our soul wants to accuse and separate us and make us seem like, wow, they're so different than me. This, they must totally not understand. That is the biggest lie you need to throw out of the window. Get that out of your brain because we're all figuring this thing out together. And God has made us with a distinct purpose and reason to exist. I want to ask you, did you choose to be here? Did you tell your mom and dad, hey, you guys need to get together and make this thing happen. I'm ready to be here. No, you didn't. You didn't choose that. Did you choose your hair color, the way that you would look, the way that your personality would be? No. Did you choose your family? Did you choose your city? Did you choose all these things? Now that you're growing and getting older, yeah, you begin to get more choices and responsibilities. And I believe that that is what's causing sort of this disconnect between you and God is because now that you've grown from that state of being a child where the choices were made for you, now you're making your own choices and you don't know what is the right one and you don't know what is the wrong one and it's getting confusing. And let me tell you, you're in the wilderness and you're just wondering. Your resources are getting depleted. Your motivation, your direction is being sucked out of you. I want to tell you today that you just need to be reminded of why you're even here to begin with. And maybe you've been brought out to this place so that you can be emptied of yourself in your own plans, and start committing to the plans of God. Good plans. Prosperous plans. 
actually plans that he says that no eye has seen, no ear has heard the things that he's got prepared. Man, for those that love him and walk according to his will, if we could just commit to his process, you're going to be blown away. You're not even going to know what hit you because things are going to open up because he opens doors that no one can shut. And he'll shut doors in your life that you in all your energy can't even open with all your efforts. So why are you here? Why am I here? Get back to the why and you'll find the reason to make every choice that follows after that why. The why is... You were made to worship him. You've been told this, maybe if you've been around church. If not, hey, this is good news today. That's why you're here. That's why you're on earth with free will. It's why you love. It's why you love to create. It's why you love to cheer on your, your, your sports team or, or listen to that band that you love. You identify with it because you were made to give praise. This reality has shook me as of late because when I don't know what to do, I've created a habit that I just start praising God. And it can be very painful. You know, I don't know if you're like me, but there's times when I want to sing worship songs and there's times when I'm like, man, this is like, honestly, I'm kind of bitter. Like, how am I supposed to be thankful when I'm going through this trial? It's brutal, but yet praise is a sacrifice. Thankfulness takes a surrender of your own thoughts and views of what you think you deserve, and it's a submittance to what God has already given you in a realization of how good and great and powerful He is. And when you commit to that process of saying, I'm just going to choose to give thanks. It doesn't make sense. Paul the Apostle got thrown in prison, and he just like, hey, I'm just going to use this as an opportunity to give thanks. And he just saw so many things open up for him when he did that. And so I'm just saying, maybe you've been brought out to this place so that you can be completely drained. I've been saying this saying, like, I think the Lord is trying to drain the swamp in my life. He's trying to Empty me, complete me, completely, so that he can fill me with what he's been attempting to fill me with all along. Man, I, I need to move out of the way. Like, myself and my flesh gets in the way too much. I lose it. <laughs> and yet he's so gracious. And he looks on me with, he knows. He knew we were going to do that. And yet, he's like, Let's, each day there's, there's new mercy. He, he's got new forgiveness. He's got new reasons to love us. Man, there's no one like him. There's no one like this, this God. John the Baptist, whom Jesus said is like the greatest person ever, which is, I mean, gosh, that's a good compliment. Oh, my. He, he felt in the same place that maybe you and I are feeling like right now. But yet he chose to define that circumstance as, hey, I'm in the wilderness, but I'm a voice in the wilderness saying, make way for the Lord. 
I'm telling you today, and if you hear anything from this podcast or anything that I ever say, this is what you need to listen to. You were made to make room for him and to make a way for him to walk on this earth. The story of the gospel, which started at the Christmas story, was a woman who said, I've got room, a world that said, I don't have room, and Mary, a teenager, said, I have room. Do you have room today? Herod said, let's, let's kill every boy because I'm threatened by this king that is coming that's going to overtake my leadership and my rule. I think your rule needs to get out of the way to prepare a way Even if it is in the wilderness, that's where he comes. And that's where he meets us. When we come to the end of ourselves. And we say, have your way. Jesus would say, I am the way. I'm the truth. And there's no life apart from me. He would come on that Palm Sunday. And the people would lay down their branches and say, Hosanna, Hosanna, as the king would enter his triumphal entry. And he would walk just as people would lay down what they had to prepare him room. And he would walk that road to Calvary, and he would take the the place of the life that we, we didn't have the strength, we weren't worthy to walk so that we could walk in his footsteps. So there is a way in the wilderness because he's made the way, he's paved it. And so I suggest to you, maybe it's time to to move out of the way a little bit and make him room. And when you do that, watch your life explode because that's what you're here for. It's so much more than that job. It's so much more than that position, that title, that family, that city, that workplace, come on, that school. You were made to make him room and say, hey, there's a better king coming. There's a bigger leader coming. I'm doing my best to lead, but there's one better coming and he is gonna take over. He's gonna make things right. But right now we're in the middle time, the in-between where we have to walk by faith, not by sight.